All right, let's turn the Word of God to Matthew chapter 21. Matthew 21. And we'll read verses 42 through 46. Matthew 21, verses 42 through 46. Say this. There we go. Matthew 21, beginning in verse 42. It says, Jesus saith unto them, Did ye never read in the Scriptures? Boy, that would be a bad thing if you had to say no. <laughs> Hope you can say, Lord, I've read the whole book. Amen. Amen. I love to hear when people tell me, oh, I just finished reading my Bible again. I just finished reading my Bible again, or I've read through my Bible. And, uh, man, <laughs> be a sad thing to be uh, saved. Yeah, I'd think, man, if you've been saved at least five years, I mean, I'm, that's been, I'll give you five years because that's the number of grace. Of course, it's also the number of death, just saying. But, uh, hey, man, <laughs> five years and you haven't read your Bible through, man, you know what? I'd read my, just get one of those places and mark off where you've already read and fill in there. And so you can tell people, well, I've read the book, amen? It's good if you found the book, but if you found the book, it's good to be able to say you read the book. <laughs> so, again... Matthew 21, verse 42, Jesus said, Did ye never read in the Scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? The same has become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes, just like everything He does. Verse 43, Therefore, say unto you, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. Verse 44, And whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken. But on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. And when the chief priests and Pharisees had heard his parables, they perceived that he spake of them. And when they sought to lay hands on him, they feared the multitude because they took him for a prophet. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you again through the blood and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, you're all that we need. Lord, may we realize that today, acknowledge it today. Be reminded today, Lord, that you're all that we need. And Lord, I pray that, Lord, we've come here today to worship you and to adore you. And, uh, Lord God, just to let you have your will and way in our life. Lord, I pray for somebody that might be here, somebody that might be listening, that they're not saved yet. What a great day it would be, Lord, for them to realize today you're all that they need. And they'd be willing to come and put their trust in the shed blood and death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray for your saints today. Lord, whether they're going through something and, Lord, they have a physical need, a financial need, uh, something going on in the home, whatever it may be, God, I pray, Lord, that they'd realize you're all that they need. And, Lord, they'd trust you with that. And, Lord, you'd work and do. And, Lord, get the glory for it. Lord, help us as a church, Lord, to be the church you'd have us to be. Lord, I pray you said you'd build your church. We're trusting you. We believe you, uh, dear God, and we ask you just to keep on doing it. Lord, I thank you today for the faithful people that are here, for the faithful people listening in. Lord, bless them for their faithfulness. And Lord, help us again, Lord, through thy word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to focus on a word here in verse 44. Verse 44 again says, And whosoever shall fall on this stone, amen, <laughs> he's the stone, he's the rock. I love it. Where I think it's in, uh, was it 1 Corinthians 10, where it talks about that rock in the wilderness. 
says, and that rock that followed them was what? Christ. Amen. He is the rock. I love that. Again, it says, verse 44, and whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken, but on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. <laughs> I just want to look at that word broken. Focus on that word <laughs> broken for a moment. Well, we don't like the sound of that, do we? We don't like the sound of, well, we don't like when things break, <laughs> right? And we don't like when, uh, you know, something on us breaks. But let me ask you this. How many have ever had a broken bone? Have you had a broken bone? Yeah. A few of us have had a broken bone. <laughs> well, I remember uh, first time I got a broken bone, I was 30 years old. I'll never forget it. Uh, I was back from uh, Bulgaria, and I was playing football with some of the teenagers. Our church had a children's home, and I was playing football with some of the teenage boys. And so uh, we were playing football, and I had the ball, and they were coming to tackle me. And I said, man, well, I'm 30 years old. I should be able to handle two 15-year-olds, right? I mean, right? That's what made sense to me. Problem was, there were four or five. And they tackled me, and we were playing on a slight incline. And when they, when they threw me over, my foot stayed in place. <laughs> And, and broke my ankle. Well, I'll, never, I'll never forget that. Broke my ankle. That was not a, not, not a fun time, but that was the first time I had a bone. And, and the thing is, you know, sometimes you get in trouble for joking too much. Well, I was, I was sitting on the ground. I was going, guys, I think I broke my ankle. Somebody help me up. And they're like, yeah, right, Brother Stewart. You know, so I had to lay there for a few minutes in pain before anybody would, would help me. Like, like, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I know I'm laughing with a broken ankle, but yeah, but uh, got some help there. But what do you think of when you think of something being broken? Well, what do you think of when you think about having a broken bone or something being broken? It says, and whoso shall fall on this stone shall be broken. Some of the words I think of are weakness. Well, we don't like to think about being broken. We don't like to think about being weak. About being dependent. Well, we don't like to be dependent on things. We don't like to be dependent on people, right? You got that uh, broken ankle, man. Got to use them crutches. Got to have somebody help you get ready and all those things. Being dependent, being broken, weak, dependent, vulnerable. How about, I think of the word tender, right? Right where that, 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 that break is, you know, right? Where my ankle broke and began to swell, you know? And then somebody touches it, ouch, right? The slightest touch, think about this, the slightest touch gets a response. Matter of fact, you feel every touch on that broken spot, right? You feel every touch. Now think about that, broken, weakness, dependent, vulnerable, tender, Feel every touch. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like the things Christ desires of us to be as believers. Now we need to willing to be. Are we willing to be weak? Are we willing to be dependent? We just sang the song. He's all that we need. That means if we believe that, that means we're willing to be completely dependent upon him vulnerable vulnerable well we don't we don't like that we don't like to admit that we don't like to admit we're weak you know when i was flying back here from baltimore 
uh, I got sharing my testimony with the guy next to me. You know, he's kind of a big, uh, brawly guy. I said, man, this guy could probably take me, but I think, nah, I could probably outrun him. Right? So, but you know, and I got talking to him, and you know, he's told me hunting. He liked to hunt and like all that outdoor stuff and that. You know, and I said to him, I said, you know, sir, one of the greatest days of my life is when I realized how weak I was and was willing to admit it. We all realize how weak we are. The question is, are we willing to admit it? That's the thing. You know, hey, when that, when that ankle broke, I was willing to admit it, right? I was willing to admit it. And I like that. In brokenness, the slightest touch gets a response. You feel every touch. Boy, that's where the Lord wants us to be. Amen. Broken, vulnerable, dependent on Him. And then when He comes by, there's a tenderness. Tenderness, right? That's, that broken spot's tender. And because it's tender, it feels every touch. And that's where God wants us to be. To where at the place, amen, that when He reaches down, we feel every touch. Every touch gets a response. Now, when it's a bone, it's ouch. Amen. But when it's us and he comes by, every touch should get a response and it should be, yes, Lord. Amen. Yes, Lord. Like we've been saying all these years. What's the response? Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Every touch should get a response. So let me say that again. Brokenness. Weakness, dependence, vulnerability, tenderness, every touch gets a response. Again, sounds like Christ's desire for each of us as believers. And what a wonderful and glorious thing it is when someone falls at the feet of Jesus, falls upon Jesus, and is willing to be broken upon and willing to be broken before the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me give you a couple verses. Mark 5.33 says, But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her. Well, I like that. Doesn't just say knowing what was done for her, but knowing what was done in her. Hey, do you know what was done in you? <laughs> do you remember that day he came by? Do you remember what was done in you? I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad I not only know what he's done for me, but oh, I'm glad I know what he's done Amen. in me. And fell down before him and told him all the truth. Boy, that, that's the best thing you can do. Listen, when, when you come before God, he, he says, she told him all the truth. I'm glad that I can go before my God and whatever's in my heart, I don't have to hold back. Amen. I don't have to hold back. Come boldly before the throne. Why? Because he's on the throne. And I'm glad that no matter how I feel that day, if I do feel joyous, if I do feel like giving thanksgiving, I can give thanksgiving. But you know what? When I feel like just complaining, I can still give all the truth. Amen. I can still just come before. Hey, that's one of my favorite verses. It says, the psalmist, right? It says, my, I made my complaint before the Lord. And boy, was I complaining. Amen. Like, hey, listen, do you ever complain? Yes. Yes. Yes, I've complained before the Lord. Yes, hey, I've got upset before. Lord, I don't like that. Lord, I don't like this. You say, I never heard you talk like that. Yeah, I was talking to the Lord. That's my, you know, I was saying, 
You know, that's what a preacher's got to do. When he has those days, he goes in his office and throws a book across the office and he goes, Lord, I don't like this, I don't like that. And he complains and after a few minutes, the Lord says, you done having your temper tantrum? Yes, Lord. He says, all right, now get back out there and serve me. And I go, okay. That's <laughs> what we do. And you know what? We can do that. We're not disrespectful. We're not being irreverent. We're just being ourself before himself. Amen. And we can do that. Says she said all the truth. Luke 5 8, when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' feet, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. You see, we can tell all the truth. Brokenness, brokenness shows we are ready and willing, ready and willing to deal with the sin in our life. When we're truly broken, that's where the sinner needs to come. Uh, Brother Wood mentioned that a little bit in his uh, Sunday school this morning. That's what he's talking about. When you come before the Lord and you just get a good look at self, amen? I like that it says in, in, in the light, I like it uses that term, the light of the glorious gospel. And what a wonderful thing it is when the light of the glorious gospel shines into that darkened heart and the eyes of understanding are open and that person sees their need. Why? Because they see their self. They see the wickedness and vileness and, of sin in their life. And they say, yes, and they're broken over their sin. Brokenness over their sin. What is better than hearing, Right? You know, uh, uh, Psalm, uh, David in Psalm 51, right? Nathan came to him and said, thou art the man. But you know what's better than hearing thou art the man? Thou art the guilty one? It's better hearing someone say, I am the man. I am the guilty one. Boy, that was a, that was a pretty bold thing when Nathan came into the king and said, thou art the man. That's pretty bold. That was a bold thing. But it was a great thing when David said, I am the man and I am the guilty one. And he fell down broken before his God. That was a great thing. Of course, he said this in Psalm 51, 17, right? The sacrifices of God. Oh, listen, oh, oh you know, they, in the Old Testament, they gave those the lamb, they gave this and that, and that was a good thing. But boy, what did God like better than the sacrifice of a lamb? He liked the sacrifice of self. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken, a contrite heart. Oh, God, thou will not despise. You know what that means? Says he comes, he says, Lord, I am broken over my sin and I know you will not turn me away. Boy, what a wonderful thing that is, that the vilest of sinners today can come before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm broken over my sin. Through your word, through your spirit, it's been revealed to me, Lord, how wicked my sin is in your eyes. And now, Lord, it's become wicked in my eyes. And now, Lord, I want to come before you. Amen. As a broken person. I'm glad that, Lord, I know based upon the truth of your word, you will not turn me away. You will not reject me. And then even after we're saved and for some reason we did this or that, I'm glad, amen, that we can get that thing right with God. We can come before him. We say, oh, God, I, 
I don't know why I said that, or I don't know why I did that, or I don't know why I went there. But God, thank you for convicting me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for convicting my heart. Thank you, Word of God, for breaking me. And I come before you and I say, I am the man and I'm the guilty one. And I fall before you. And I'm glad I know that your grace, amen, will be there for me and your mercy will be there for me. And you will not despise me. Boy, I'm glad we can say to the sinner today, come, he will not despise you. He will not reject you if you come broken over your sin and confess it and get it right with God. And even if you're a saint today, and for some reason, whatever reason, you did this or that, isn't that a wonderful thing that you can come today? And just like David said in, in verses two through four in Psalm 51, wash me thoroughly, amen, amen, from mine iniquity. And cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Oh, what a wonderful thing it is to be broken. Can you look back on a day in your life when you were truly broken over sin? Well, I remember one day I got broken over sin. Now, of course, the day I got saved, I realized my sin and I realized my need. And I got saved that day. <clears throat> but I, I'll, I'll never forget this day. And I'll be honest with you, I, I don't remember how long it was after I got saved. I don't know if it was maybe a few months or whatever. I'll never forget that day. I, I was sitting in church, Cornerstone Baptist Church off Schaffenberg, Germany. And <clears throat> I know I always sat up front, so I was within the first three pews, but I don't remember what Preacher Halverson preached that day, but I remember God came by. Boy, somehow he just let me see how wicked and vile I was in that 22 years of sin that I'd lived before I got saved. Somehow he just, I guess, I don't know, I don't know how to say it, unloaded on me, so to speak. And I just sat there, and I just really fell apart in that pew. I'll never forget it. Boy, after the service, I just, I just wept like I couldn't stop crying, and I just wept. And I remember people saying, well, what's wrong with Brother Jeff? What's wrong with Brother Jeff? <laughs> Nothing was wrong with Brother Jeff. Amen. Amen. The Lord was just letting me see that day how wicked, not just sin, but my sin had been in his sight, and he let me get broken over my sin. Boy, how, how, could, how could God reveal that to you and you not be broken? How could a holy God reveal that to you, amen, and you not just sit there? Boy, if you ever get a good look at sin, you can't help but weep. <laughs> weep at what it did to you and weep at what he had to do so you could get it right. Boy, that's a, it's a, I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say that. That's a, that's a precious thing when God does that in your life. Well, I hope you can look back on a day and say, oh, yes. I remember that day he came by and he let me be broken over my sin. Not, not an easy thing, but a wonderful thing. Knowing you are washed and clean and whiter than snow through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I say, friend, if you've never been broken over sin, one, if you're lost today, boy, our prayer today is that God 
would break you over your sin. And if you're saved today, boy, you got something going on in your life that you, you, you might be hiding from somebody else, but you're not hiding it from God. What a wonderful thing it would be if God were to come by and let you get broken over that sin. Next, brokenness shows we are, shows us as a saint, brokenness shows us we are ready to fully surrender and let him have control. Like Paul on the road to Damascus. We know these verses, it says about when Paul, when Jesus came by and he was on the road to Damascus, uh, Acts 9, 4 through 6, it says, and he talking about Paul, and he fell to the earth. <laughs> what was he doing? Well, Jesus showed up and he fell before Jesus. And we, we can believe he fell upon Jesus and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Boy, I believe right then. I'm saying that for Brother Wood, I believe. All right? But Paul fell down. And no doubt you hear his testimony. He fell down a broken man, and it says this, And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? Boy, now that's somebody who really understands what he is. And who he is. That's what we need to understand. What we are and who he is. He said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? Boy, Psalm 34, 18 says this. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. Listen to this statement. And saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Listen to that statement. Saveth such. I'm going to read that verse again. The Lord is nigh to them that have a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. That word saved there isn't talking about salvation. I love the definition of this word. Listen to this definition. To me, it's just wonderful. It means this. It means to help. It means he helps such, right, with a broken heart and contrite spirit. It means to help. It means to deliver. It means to defend. It means to bring to a place of safety. It means to show compassionate aid in the time of need. Now think about that. When you think about getting help, when you think about deliverance, when you think about being defended, when you think about being brought to a place of safety, When you think about being shown compassionate aid in the time of need, you know what that sounds like to me? Sounds like a shepherd. Sounds like a shepherd. And that is what this verse refers to. This verse refers, or this word, has to do with a protective duty and care of a shepherd. You see, because that's what a shepherd wants to do. A shepherd is there to help. Oh, that little light fell into the ditch. Oh, it's about there. to Hey, he's there to defend. It's there to bring to a place of safety. He's there to show compassion in the time of need. That's what a shepherd does. And that is exactly what Christ wants to do for you. He's your shepherd. Isn't that a wonderful thing? He's there to help you. He's there to deliver you. He's there to defend you. He's there to keep you in a place of safety. Listen, and when you have that time of need, he's there to show compassionate aid. 
He's there to fulfill his protective duties toward you. So again, let me read that verse. The Lord is nigh to them that are broken heart and saveth such and be of a contrite spirit. Saveth such. What? You see, brokenness. Brokenness shows the Lord. We are ready to say, Lord, Lord, I surrender all. Lord, I, like, I wrote that down. I like this thought the Lord gave me. Lord, I just want to be a lamb. Amen. I just want to be a lamb Praise and let God. you be the shepherd. A, a, a lamb can't deliver itself. A lamb can't defend itself. A lamb doesn't know how to find a place of safety on its own. It needs a shepherd. Lord, I just, I just want to, I just want to go through life being a joyful little lamb. I'm excited, amen. You can be an excited lamb, Lord, and let you be the shepherd. That's all God's asking us to do. Amen. Just let him have full control. Isaiah 66, 2 says this, but to this man will I look. I like that. (laughs) To this man, I saveth such. This is the type of person that I defend. This is the type of person that I deliver. This is the type of person, amen, that I will keep in a safe place. He that's of a broken and contrite spirit. This is the type of person that I look to. The Lord says this, but this man, but to this man will I look, even to him that is of a poor and a contrite spirit and trembleth at my word. Boy, boy, if there's something we need in this day and age, it's a generation that trembles once again to the word of God. We don't tremble at the word of God. We, we, that's why they're out there and they just mock. Oh, the, 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 the spirit of God would move once again through us and through the church. Listen, that we, that we, the people of God, don't even tremble at the word of God anymore. When's the last, I said, when's the last time you felt broken before God? When's the last time you, when's the last time that we trembled? That's the word of God. God said that. God wants to do that. God wants to, in my life, to tremble at the word of God. Lord, help us. But that's the kind he looks to, and that's what he's looking for. Let me finish up. Brokenness lets the fragrance out. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 says this, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. You know, the Bible has many stories and examples of God using broken vessels. Boy, you got to think of Gideon, right? Look at that. Right? Many wonderful stories of God using broken vessels. And they, they're wonderful illustrations, right? They're wonderful illust- Bible illustrations of, of us and for us as believers. And, of course, we know this great one in the New Testament, which is also a wonderful picture of Christ. But I, I was thinking about this, Mark 14, 3. You know the story of the woman breaking the box. It says, And being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious, and she broke the box and poured it on his head. It says this in John 12 about that same story, I believe. And the house was filled. The 
house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Amen. You see, the box was broken. Amen. The ointment came out, and the house was filled with the fragrance. You know, Song of Solomon, right, is a beautiful picture of the Lord and His church, and it says this about the Lord in Solomon 3, 6. Who is this that cometh out of the wilderness like pillars of smoke? It says this, perfumed with myrrh and frankincense with all powders of the merchant. Amen. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. Christ is the wonderful fragrance that fills the heart of the believer. Paul was willing to be a broken vessel to show forth Christ. He says this in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in what? In weakness. In weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. Why? That the power of Christ may rest upon me. Paul was willing to be weak. Paul was willing to be feeble. You know, they talked about his countenance. Paul was willing to be dependent. Paul was willing to be vulnerable. That wherever he went, wherever he went, wherever that weak vessel went, broken vessel, if you will, wherever he went, the fragrance of Christ, the power of Christ, it says, why? That the power of Christ may rest upon me. That the power of Christ might fill him and fill the room. That should be our desire. Lord, <laughs> Lord, I, whatever it takes. That was the song say. Lord, whatever it takes for my will to break. Lord, that's what I'm willing to do. Sunshine for rain. Boy, yeah, you know, I've mentioned that song before. I, I've never heard that song. Maybe you have. I've never heard that. Every time I've heard that song sung, it was sung as a solo. You see, because that's how the song needs to be sung. Solo. It needs to be from the individual heart. Lord, that's what I'm willing to do. Lord, I'm willing to be your broken vessel. Lord, I just want to be a lamb and let you be the shepherd. Lord, wherever I go, my desires that the fragrance of Christ, that the power of Christ would flow out, that the fragrance of Christ, the power of Christ would fill that room and they would know that this old broken vessel ain't much. Why? Just <laughs> they don't need this old box. They don't need this old box. Oh, but they do need it. If the box is going to be there, they don't need this old box. But if the box is there, they do need that box to be broken. I mean, if you're going to bring the box into the house, you might as well just go ahead and let it be broken so that the fragrance of Christ, so that the power of Christ can fill that place and he can be glorified. And people can get the help that they need. So we ask, when is the last time? Let's look at that verse again. And whosoever, whosoever wants to be saved can be saved. Whosoever wants to be broken 
can be broken. Whosoever just wants to be a little lamb, let him be the shepherd. Whosoever just wants to be a broken vessel so he can flow out. Whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken. When is the last time you fell down broken before God? Cast yourself upon Christ. Whether it was, Lord, save me. Whether it was, Lord, forgive me. Whether it was, Lord, guide me. Whether it was, Lord, use me. Or whether it was, Lord, just flow through me. Let's pray.